0: Now, here's the star of our show, Jerry Lewis. Hi, this is
1: Connie Stevens. You're listening to TV Confidential.
0: talk to jeff broderick jeff is an acknowledged authority on jerry lewis who has worked as a consultant on a number of projects related to jerry lewis's film and television career although while we're on the topic of martin and lewis jeff would like it known for the record that he likes dean martin too jeff is the purveyor of jerry lewis unauthorized.com the first ever internet Website devoted to the career of Jerry Lewis, Jerry Lewis on authorized.com. Uh, Jeff also runs TVVariety.com, a website devoted to TV variety shows of every kind and every era, one of which, of course, being the Colgate Comedy Hour. Um, there have been many. Many articles and videos and tweets and, 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 and whatnot over the past several weeks uh, since Jerry Lewis died on Sunday, August 20th. Among, among the tributes I read was one by James Lipton of Inside the Actor Studio that describes Jerry Lewis as the ultimate live performer. You didn't know what was coming next, and Jerry didn't know what was coming Next. Jeff, what do you think of that?
1: Well, that's true. Even when Lipton uh, interviewed him for his program, I don't know if you've ever seen that, but that's really a special interview and a, an event. Jerry got a standing ovation, and, and it was it, if you can get, get a hold of that, it's really worth watching. And I think he's right on.
0: Lipton, it is. Why do you think the Colgate Comedy Hour was such a great vehicle for Jerry?
1: Well, he got to have free reign of the stage. <coughs> Dean was singing. Jerry was what he called monkeying. And <laughs> it worked, you know. And they had so much fun. I think Dean was just as mischievous as Jerry. But Jerry seemed to, I, I think without Colgate, we probably wouldn't have seen Jerry after they split. Can I, Could I say that today? <laughs> but I, because Colgate comedy really showed the diversity of Jerry. You know, it was rumored that he's just a wild person. But he really was quick with his wit. His timing was beautiful. Some of those moments on Colgate Comedy Hour will live in forever because they're just an amazing, an actor showing his skill on the stage.
0: And and again, taking advantage of the fact that it was live, and in that respect, it was an extension of their, their nightclub act at the time, which was wildly, wildly, wildly popular, no doubt, because of the television exposure they got from the Colgate Comedy Hour.
1: That's exactly right. Also, if you get a chance to see any Colgate Comedy Hour recordings, you essentially will see their live show, and and probably most of their live show if you watched all 20-plus episodes of the show.
2: I have a question about the, since we're speaking about interviews, or actually commentaries recently, um, I read the James Lipton, and alongside of it there was an interview uh, a, a commentary by Peter Bogdanovich. And um, I found it curious because maybe it's because Bogdanovich, which has a film buff and became a director himself, but there there was a couple of notations along the lines of Bogdanovich interviewed Jerry Lewis, and Jerry Lewis kind of attacked him and called him a, a moron for some of the questions he thought were dumb. But Bogdanovich came back to him because he sort of understood the complexity of who he was, and he was thick-skinned about it. And it reminded me of the more recent interview where the interviewer, and he was rude, he was horribly rude, and it's on YouTube, uh, where the interviewer was thin-skinned, and rather than do anything further, and maybe it's just because he saw it as just an interview and he had no other interest in Lewis, just ran out and put it on YouTube and and it became the look how mean Jerry Lewis is, I just felt I had to compare them in my mind because here's Bogdanovich approaching almost the same kind of experience but from a totally different angle and it became a friendship and then here's another person who maybe it's aft in the wake of the much more curmudgeonly a very different kind of person that he encountered but but seeing it in a different light. You know you know what I'm saying? It's almost like you can take things in a different way if you're seeing it from a different angle. Am I making sense?
1: Yes, you are. That's true with any story. You read a news report here, you read a news report over there, and it seems to be a little contradictory. But it's the person's angle or their view. I happen to know Peter Bogdanovich, loved Jerry Lewis, and I, was, I saw them in person interviewing uh, in 2009 at the Museum of Moving Image in New York, Peter Bogdanovich pra- practically, you know, he said so, much great, so many great things about Jerry, so much accolade. It was uh, I, I thought he was talking about somebody else, for, or maybe about himself.
0: But,
1: <laughs> yeah. Peter, Peter Bogdanovich still really liked Jerry, and, and you could tell by their, their conversation at that Moving Image event.
0: Jeff, did you ever interview Jerry, or 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 beat Jerry, or have any encounter with Jerry?
1: I have been asked that from others in the past, and I always go to the the Happy Days episode where Richie had that bebop group at his house and wasn't supposed to tell. They said, well, we want to thank Richie Cunningham and his family for having us over and not telling anybody. Then everybody wanted to be Richie's friend on on that episode. Well, that's my position on whether or not I have been with Jerry Lewis. I will say this. Lou Brown was a real nice guy. Jerry's son's nice. Jerry's manager and former manager, Rick Sapphire, still in New Jersey. They're all real nice people to talk with and be with.
2: Were there certain I, movies that really you could watch over and over again and certain ones that once was enough? Yes. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> movie
1: is Who's Mining the Store? With Ag- me too. Yeah. Me too. And then I think Nutty Professor is in my top five, but I kind of favored The Geisha Boy because I'm also a professional magician, and I enjoy that film and his playing a magician's part in the movie filmed in Japan by the
0: way. Jeff, what would you say is Lewis's greatest legacy as an artist, as an entertainer, and as a humanitarian?
1: Oh, reverse. As a humanitarian, probably his efforts for MDA. He was very, very sincere, never told anybody why. Perhaps the real reason is found in the first biography in 1964 called That Kid by Richard Gaiman. But otherwise, I would say his work in muscular dystrophy as a humanitarian, and he was nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize as a result. As an actor, I would say his great catalog of films, over 60 films, and they're still making money. And then his legacy, even though I can talk to even my own children who don't even know who he is except that I am obsessed, he will be forever remembered as one who had help film industry and radio and television as outlined on my website
0: Jeff Broderick is the purveyor of Jerry Lewis Jerry Lewis the first ever internet website devoted to the career of Jerry Lewis Jerry Lewis Jeff, thank you so much for spending some time and talking to us tonight about Jerry Lewis.
1: It was a pleasure, Ed. I appreciate the invitation, as I said earlier. Thank you very much.
0: Forty-five years of the Rockford Files, revised... 3rd edition, The Complete History of the Rockford Files on Television, now completely updated with more than 20 new interviews, additional photographs, and a whole lot more. 45 years of the Rockford Files available now at rockford45.com, rockford45.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk